0: Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions and provides unbiased answers.
1: Yeah, I want to clarify growth stocks, which a lot is in the tech sector, the growth stocks are out of favor right now. And they've taken a big hit. So you're trying to short them after they took the big hit. And that's riskier. Invest
0: Talk. Over 43 million downloads and counting. Your participation makes it unique.
2: 888-99-CHART. This is InvestTalk. Independent thinking, shared success. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. InvestTalk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm, Serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor Steve Peasley.
1: Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Steve Peasley, and you're listening to Invest Talk. It is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. And as it is Friday, we got a weekend coming up, and thank goodness for that. Even though we had a pretty positive week for the stock market, not today, but we did have a positive week for the stock market, so that was good. And so, you know, we continue to see the the volatility that, you know, we've talked about many times. And I, I guarantee you it's going to continue probably throughout the rest of the year, um, at least this, uh, the outsized volatility, I'm thinking. So... Welcome to a Fact Talk. I, I, you know, this is a call-in show. You call in. You direct the show. We talk about anything financial. And I don't have an agenda that I'm trying to push on you. That You drive the show. You tell me where you want to go. It's got to be financial, but you drive it. So, all your questions are welcome. Any financial question is welcome. I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I do have a lot of software. A lot of software sitting in front of me on my three screens i'm looking at right now so you know i can say for sure that things are different we have to I'm, and i've mentioned this many times but i want to make sure everybody gets it that we're no longer in an environment where interest rates are going down or extremely low we're in an environment where interest rates in general have started up okay so interest rates are going up that changes the dynamics of of investments and changes the dynamics of the economy we have way too long gotten very comfortable with interest rates doing nothing but going down well that's done so different things work differently interest rates going up that uh, growth stocks don't operate as good as they were they won't Going forward, they will not be as overpriced, those, those growth stocks, as they were. They're not going to be. Of course, there's going to be the exceptions, the ones that are very uh, fast-growing or very profitable. You know, there will always be those. So I'm just talking about in general because gr- growth stocks rely on loans quite often, and loans are costing more and more money. So you to got to get used to the change. What is it going to do? What investments will work? So I invite you to call me with all your questions, any financial questions, and the number's always the same, 888-99-CHART. So let's go right to our first um, uh, question.
3: Hi, Justin or Steve. This is Tommy from Nashville. Love your program. I really wanted to ask. My employer recently started offering a, a Roth 401k, and they've always offered a traditional 401k, which I've been contributing to. My question is, should I start to transfer my funds into my Roth 401k, or should I leave it in my traditional? I still do have a Roth IRA that I've been contributing to and maxing out every year. So any advice that you guys would have in this, I would be grateful for. Thank you so much, love your program. You guys have a great day.
1: Well, I would have both, if you want to know the truth. And you do have a Roth IRA, so that's good. You actually do have both kinds. And for everybody else, a traditional IRA or a traditional 401K means that you're paying that money into after taxes. So it reduces your taxes, right? Uh, it reduces your – whatever you put in, it reduces your your adjusted gross income for that year, and you only pay on um, the net effect. Now, Roth, though, doesn't. What it does is it grows tax-free just like a regular IRA, but you never have to take it out. Whereas a regular IRA and 401K, you do at a certain age, you have to start withdrawing it, and at that point, it is taxed. Where in a Roth, which you never have to take out, there's no age where you have to take it out, and even if you did take it out, there's no taxes owed. So all the growth... From a Roth, you don't have to pay any taxes. So the question is, which one's better? And there's been studies, many studies, saying that you know, mathematically, not necessarily either one would be better. However, I, I'm thinking eh, I like the Roth because of the fact that you don't have to take it out and. When you do take some money out of that, you don't have to pay taxes, so you have more flexibility in retirement to keep your taxes as low as possible. Keep yourself in the lowest tax bracket you can by withdrawing money out of the Roth, okay, without taking it out of the IRA, regular IRA. So, you know, it's, it's a difficult question, but I would suggest both, both. My focus point today is based on a story... About the question, why haven't American wages grown despite increases in productivity? Well, they have grown, but that's the title of the article. Keep in mind that wages in the U.S. Have stagnated since the early 1970s, but they still have grown. They just are not keeping up with productivity, and that's an issue. Well, we'll talk. We'll explore about. We'll explore that issue. I, I like talking about that one. Uh, recession or reset are we going into recession or are we just resetting the you know and i'm going to talk about why I'm, I'm i'm saying that even though i believe we are in a recession i think we've been in a recession first quarter was shrinkage i think the second quarter is going to show shrinkage and that's the general definition of a recession, even though it's kind of an unusual recession with lots of jobs. So we'll talk about that. U.S. is the largest producer of oil. So why do we import oil? Why do we import it? Uh, Very clear question that uh, we have to import it. And the next one, the last one, um, Americans still quitting their jobs. Well, if we're in a recession in America, we have a high, very high quit rate. And there's a couple of surveys about how people, employees, are planning on quitting even more in the face of a recession. Kind of interesting. So that's mainly the topics we're going to talk about. But you drive the show. Okay? There'll be no trivia question at the half halfway mark. I usually do ask a trivia question, but I will go over some of the highlights of the KPP Premium Newsletter. Again, that's at halfway mark of the show. So how would the market do today? Not too great. The Dow was down 138. The NASDAQ was down 226. So that's where the damage was. But again, this week, the the highest rising portion of the market was the NASDAQ. So it's kind of logical that maybe it would give back the larger portion. And the S&P 500 was down 37. So it was a down day. But overall, the week was up. Not too bad. Um, I think Justin has mentioned it, that we might uh, might be due for a rally for the next month or so. And that's very possible. Very possible. So we'll see. I don't know if that's a rally that is sustainable. I don't know about that. But... If you want to talk about that, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about anything you want to do, as long as it's financial. This is Invest Talk, everybody. The weekend is here, or almost here at least. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have just one goal, as you know, I mention all the time, and that is to help you achieve financial freedom, whatever that means to you. And of course, the work will continue right after this break. So get your questions in, 888-99Chart.
0: Why do listener questions make Invest Talk better? Two portfolios are alike, and every investor has a unique set of circumstances. So don't forget to call Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART.
1: Okay, as you know, Fridays, I usually go through the, um, uh, the benchmark numbers, or some of them at least. And I usually start with a two-year treasury that went down this week to 2.96% from 3.13% uh, last week. Okay, Uh, the 10-year Treasury, 2.77. Okay, last week was 2.9. So the 10-year Treasury went down further than the two-year Treasury, so we still have an inverted yield curve where the yield of a 10-year is much less than the yield on the two-year Treasury, and that's usually pretty negative for the economy. Okay, so that's kind of how you read that. Gold was priced at... 1728 an ounce last week was 1704 so we had a little move up okay so you know it it has not been it has not done very well this year because the u.s dollar has gone up all year even despite the inflation high inflation we have it's gone up in value against other currencies because other locations like the eu you got that war going on and problems that they're going to be worse way off worse than we are so our dollar looks pretty good compared to the the EU, the Euro. Uh, so, you know, that dollar has been strong. So we'll see. Oil today, selling for $95.93 per barrel. Last week was 97. Two weeks ago, it was 104. 13 weeks ago, it was 97. Uh, 16 weeks ago, to 113. Now, if you go 30 weeks, Almost two and a half plus years, over two and a half plus years, it was sixty six. So gasoline prices here in California have gone down what thirty five days or so in a row? And across the country, I'm sure it's similar. The national average is four dollars and forty one cents now. And just so you get an idea, three weeks ago is four eighty four. Okay. In California the average is 578 today. 578. It was 594 last week. It was 614 two weeks ago. You now, so it's come down nicely. Notice how slow it comes down compared to how fast it goes up. Pretty typical. Now, just to give you an idea, in Texas, gas at the pump is $3.92. So we're paying five seventy eight, they're playing through paying three ninety two. Yeah. Painful. Let's go to Jennifer in San Jose. How are you doing, Jennifer?
3: Good. Thanks for taking my call. Thank well you. today Verizon um stock went way down and uh because the earnings. Right. Uh I'm just wondering what you take on that. Is it still like- good stock Okay.
1: Oh, I like it now. The yield is five point eight percent, and you know at these levels down here at forty four dollars, uh, that that's where it was in what uh, two thousand three years ago. Okay, so and you're gonna, it's going to make five dollars fifty three cents a share, even though earnings are way down. They're still going to make a ton of money, and it's a forty four dollar stock. So the PE is what eight. So, or, or, uh, yeah, eight, and it pays a 5.8% dividend. See, this is the kind of stock you buy. You don't buy it for growth. You don't. You buy it for the dividend. Okay. So, you buy it when it's cheap. And is this cheap? I say it's cheap. Is it cheap enough? Well, I think it's cheap enough to start buying. And if I owned it, I certainly wouldn't sell it because I bought it for the dividend. So, if that's your reason to buy it. You'll be fine. If you reason to buy it, if you want it to appreciate, well, it probably will eventually go back to 60, but it could take a couple of years. You know, so Verizon, everybody, VZ is in. Good luck with it, Jennifer. Thanks for calling. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay, the Fed, you know, is tightening. It's probably going to raise interest rates. I think they meet next week, and it's probably going to go up three-quarters of 1%. Okay, so the real question is, are we in a recession? Because we're going to probably next week, I think it's next week, is get our first look at the GDP for the second quarter. And I think it's going to be negative. And therefore, we're going to be in a recession. We'll see. Well, that's going to be interesting. Now, but are we... Are we, Is it just a reset? I mean, is this recession really going to be very significant? It, it, it doesn't appear to be any weakness, even though we have two quarters in a row of shrinking to GDP. If that's the case, where's the weakness in the job market? It's not there. The job market is not re- Even if you look at all the crypto, you know how badly they've been beaten up, all the cryptocurrencies and stuff? And you look at them, they've announced all these layoffs, right? But the announcement of the layoffs only – takes them back to how many employees they had at the beginning of the year so it's not like they're laying off half their employees so it just seems like a very unusual recession we're heading into we're going to take a break on the other side i will dig into my main focus point we haven't why haven't americans grown to their salaries with along with the productivity that has grown why this is Invest Talk, 888 99 charts.
0: Invest Talk is always made better when our listeners contribute their questions.
1: eight ninety nine 99 Let's talk to Leo and Los Gatos. Hi, hey, Leo. Hi, Steve. Uh, I'm holding AT&T. Me too. And,
0: and the ticker T. Mm-hmm. They spend off Warner Brothers Discover WBD yes. about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they're just trying to clean up some of their debt.
1: Can you elaborate a little bit on that, please? I think they are, But if you looked at the earnings numbers, they really weren't that bad. They were actually pretty good. But the cash flow numbers was what the management focused on because they're spun off. Discovery, the cash flow is obviously going to go down, isn't it? And that's what they focused on, how the cash flow is going to go down. Well, you know, I just thought that was idiotic the way they did it. But that's me. I kind of like AT and T, and anybody who doesn't own it who wants a nice dividend-paying stock paying six percent dividend, which is nowhere, anyway, any close to being in danger. Their earnings are going to be two dollars and fifty-seven cents this year and two fifty-four, while cash flow is still five dollars and thirty-one cents. So the dividend is not in danger. That's gonna, and that's again like Verizon. That's why you buy it for the dividend. So I don't think you need to really worry. About it now, you'll see their sales is going down. Well, that's obvious because they spun off Discovery and yeah, they spun those things off. Time at Time Warner, the cash flow, earnings per share, sales are going to go down, but they still have the underlying business which is growing. The liar wireless and data and data transfer business is still growing. I I have no fear of of, of buying, owning, adding to AT and T. Leo, good luck with it. Let's go to Paul in San Francisco. Hi, Paul. Yes, I'm calling you for the third time in six weeks. Um, Thank you. Now, um, can I, uh, will the age for minimum withdrawal go from 72 to 75? And also, if I take it out of 75, can I uh, transfer it into a Roth IRA? How much, if I can? You can. Uh, you can. And I'm not sure how, I'm not sure of how much, but I, I think you could turn it all into a Roth if you wanted to, no all of it, all of it. The Problem is the day you the day you do that, whatever you turned into a Roth, that's adjusted gross in, gross income to you for that year, and you're going to have to pay income tax on it. So, I would probably, you know, do it over time, you know, to try to keep the tax bite as 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 painless as possible. But talk to your accountant about that. That you know, he you know when you do your taxes, whoever you are doing with, he'll help you. He'll, he'll he'll know what the best way to do that and he'll help you with that. But all yeah, right. you can you can roll the IRA or some of it, all of it, into a Roth. Okay? Paul, thanks for calling, appreciate it. 888-99 chart, 888 992 So why are, why American wages haven't grown despite increases in productivity? The fact is that American wages have not kept up with productivity. Now, that doesn't mean it has to or that it's supposed to. That's not the case here, okay? Some people might interpret that, the way they've set uh, the the title of the article, why American wages haven't grown despite increases in productivity. It's pretty misleading because even in the article itself, it says wages have gone up, and they've gone up. Uh, since 1979, on average, about seventeen 17.5%, while productivity went up 61%. So they're just not keeping up with productivity, but that's not necessarily a, a zero-sum game that they're supposed to. That's not the case. One of the main reasons they haven't been kept up is because that The lack of mobility by our labor workforce, okay? If you work for a company and you get into that company and you get a job in that company and that's a job that can't be transferred to another company, you're stuck and they know it. So they don't give you good raises. That's one of the reasons in the article that they state that a lack of mobility. They also state that laws in various cities, counties, and states have actually favored the lack of mobility, not boosted mobility. And finally, because of COVID, COVID COVID-19 is probably the single best thing that ever happened to wage earners. Why? Because people working from home have lots of mobility and that has that's a huge wave of of a, the future look at labor working from home and therefore that kind of job gives you more mobility so and therefore why why I'm talking about mobility because if you move from one job A to job B it's usually because you're getting better benefits and more salary and over these last 20, 30 years, people moved slower than they, they did before, the years before, the decade or two before that. They didn't move when they could. They should have been moving, and they'll get more money. I remember in New York in the 1970s when I graduated from college, in three years, three and a half years, I went to three different companies in the city, all because they offered me more money. That's mobility. Okay, we're moving to a break. It's Friday. So I'll share the highlights from my new KPP newsletter premium newsletter where I have to break. So coming up soon, hold on eight, 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 99 chart.
3: Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay. Why? I mean, how would it come in handy and where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? Dot com hackerone.com
0: The stock market is volatile. It's constantly changing. so how are you positioned? Is your portfolio properly balanced or are you taking unnecessary risks? You can get guidance anytime for free if you go to investtalk.com and take the brief risk alized quiz.
3: Hi, Steve. Uh, Justin, this is Sade from North Carolina. I have a question regarding the ticker symbol HRI, Henry Robert, India. Right now, at $102 plus change. And I I was just going through the, the numbers like price to sell ratios and return on equity. It looks quite promising. Not sure whether this is a good entry point. If you could give me a guidance and your expertise. Thank you so much. I will listen to your answer on the next podcast. Take care. Bye bye.
1: Okay, this is a good value stock. Uh, It's HRI Herc Holdings Inc. out of um, Borella Springs, Florida. Bum bum. Bonita Springs, I'm sorry, provides equipment rentals for 312 locations, principally in North America. They're going to make $11.81 this year, up from $7.52 last year. So I have a feeling they must have made a purchase or something, okay? Because that's a big jump. But they had a big jump the year before too. So who knows next year they're going to be $14.28 a share. It's a $140, a $104 stock. He said it was $102, but that was before today, before recently and was it today that it popped up well the last three or four days it's popped up this week it popped up nicely um it's a value stock i mean the pe is below uh way below 10 based on future earnings way below 10 um so i, I kind of like it. return of equity is 27 percent cash flow is 24 dollars a share it pays a decent dividend at 2.2 percent uh, management owns 1%. Mutual funds have been buying it slowly over the last year, but buying sales growth. The most recent quarter is 30%, before that was 25, before that was 11. So it's a good value stock, and I'm thinking that it, that's a good price. It did, was up, got up to about $200 a share before it dropped down to 83. Now it's 104, trying to make it work its way back up. kind of. Kinda like it, kinda like it. Symbol HRI, everybody. HRI. The KPP Premium Newsletter was finished today, and it was just. It will be distributed tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, and I have a little brief preview for you. The market conditions sections, which is which is the first section. Quote: The market is trying to make up its mind about the outlook. About the outlook, will the Fed press? on rate increases the fed is also winding down some of its balance sheet these moves are to fight inflation as investors look forward the price is in the value of stocks the stock market is very good at deciding what it thinks stock prices should be based on the economic reality heading our way the market is quite often correct remember it looks forward the investors look forward so part of the reason why it's correct, it, it, it is correct, is due to the, its its own actions. They make the, these assumptions come true. So it's a, you know, you think something's going to happen, you think something's going to happen, and you kind of tend to make it happen. That's what the market does. So inflation is very much the same. When consumers expect inflation, they often get it because that is very, that's their expectation. Consequently, consumers are willing to pay higher prices for goods and services because they expect to, and they don't complain about it because they think inflation is the cause. Well, inflation is the cause because you expect it to be. So that's not the only reason there's inflation. I'm, I'm not pretending that that is the sole reason, but it does it reinforce the inflation scenario. It does. So you just have to realize that's what it does. Okay, so... We, home builders' numbers came out this week and went from, 60, 50, 50, went from 67 to 55 month over month. So the home builders are not as positive as it was. Even though the permits were still very strong, building permits is still at 1.7 million. I'm, I mean, it's about the same as it was the month before. Hmm. That's, now, it might be just because, you know, they have lots of permits, but uh, you know, is there pent up demand there? I'm sure it's going to tail off in the future. I really do. I really do think so. But I'm just giving you the what they are now in the most recent month. Remember, this is a recent month. This not. This is for you know June, where you would think that would have slowed down. The market is rallying this week from recent low. The S and P broke above a 200 day moving average. This is in the newsletter, and having a strong upward week. Breaking above the two hundred day moving average is a is technically a buy signal, and could easily mean we are in for a short term rally. Of course, there's more in the newsletter in that section. Have a couple stock ideas, A leading American general merchandise retailer offering a variety of products across several categories, beauty, household essentials, a bunch of stuff, okay? The company has made a considerable investment in in e-commerce, so we believe a lot of pressure has already been priced into the stock. The stock seems to be consolidating around $150 a share. And Also, a company that dominates the online search market with 80% plus global share for which it generates strong revenue growth and cash flow, and if you can't get that symbol from that description, there's something wrong with you. If you're not in the market or you're not paying attention to the market. It is well-positioned to continue generating top-line growth as a search. As search traffic shifts from desktop to mobile. The stock has had a tough year being down 21%. This may be a buying opportunity. Of course, I give you the names and symbols in the newsletter, but you can probably figure out both of them. You know, from what I just described, you really probably could. And there's a couple other sections. There's also the uh, consumer watch section in there, uh, and portfolio and portfolio management section. Both those are you know are to help you um, portfolio managers to help you learn how to manage your portfolio. Stocks consumer watch is usually something about what what's important or is impactful to the consumer the person buying things and and you know i, I have a it, it varies and i and i put it was about scams this week okay about specific types of scams so you know uh the KPP newsletter is available for subscription you can buy it uh, all you do is go to investtalk.com investtalk.com and subscribe okay investtalk.com with two t's no space. Let's go back to talk Voice Bank. Here's another question. eight 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 ninety nine, chart
3: Hey, guys. This is Darren and Charlotte. I've been listening to you for a bunch of years, and I appreciate all your advice, doing my own investing, my own company, stocks, and whatnot. But prior to that, I had money through Friday, and
2: that money I had pulled out and kind of on the sidelines, and I'm looking
3: to go back in here over the next month or two the issue, of course, is you. they only have certain funds or sectors that you can choose from. So my question is, what sectors do you see as a good investment going forward? I am 50 years old, so I've got at least 10 years of this money sitting there, and I'm not opposed to you know putting it in energy for a couple years and then moving it out and going somewhere else. I keep an eye on it. So ultimately, my question is, what sectors? Do you see as the best spot going forward?
1: Thanks. Bye. Well, two themes I think are, are good, good, uh, a, a good prospects for the next few years, and those themes are value stocks and commodity stocks. Even though commodities have come way down recently because they got ahead of themselves, like normal, uh, I, I don't, I'm not worried about them. I still have them. So, value stocks tend to be bigger companies paying differ, higher dividends. Okay, we talked about a couple of telephone companies this hour that I think are very good values at this point. Something like that. So, if you but if you don't get to buy individual stocks in your four hundred one k, try to find things uh, mutual funds that have the word value in them. So small, mid cap, large cap. I lean to the mid and large cap value. And if you have, uh, you probably don't, but it would be nice if you had a mid, uh, mutual fund that's concentrate on commodities but they're usually not offered in company 401ks and things so but those are the two themes I would suggest commodities and value okay thanks for the call I appreciate that there's no way around it as investors you have got to be prepared to deal with the reality we're facing right now you just have to, it's it's just no way you can avoid it so I think it's worth a minute or two to help you with that that describe what we do to try to uh, deal with reality as we see it. Remember, KPP Financial or uh, uh, KPP Financial is located in Orange County, California, and that's between L.A. and San Diego, right? North of San Diego, south of L.A. So, um, at KPP Financial, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking, shared success. So, one of the things that people ask me, "What does that mean?" Well, how I, how we mean. Is how we mean it to, to 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 try to relate it to you is we don't you know don't buy stuff or buy into newsletters or something else to tell us how to invest. We don't do that. We buy, we buy data that we can do our own research on, but we don't buy other people's research. We don't like that. Also, we do we practice what we preach. We buy we put our mouth money where our mouth is we practice what we call parallel investing buying the same thing for you as we do for ourselves same price same percentage all the time so that's what we do okay so i encourage you to take advantage of our free offer free portfolio review assessment we can do it via telephone skype go to meetings or any you know i'm i'm more of a telephone guy but justin does skype and go to meetings all that stuff so, if you want, send us a message to investtalk.com. We'd be happy to, be happy to talk to you. You can call our KP offices if you want. Okay, and that's in, uh, you know, of course, Irvine, California. And that's speaking with us about 10 minutes, I think you'll realize we're a little bit different. Because we are. We're a little bit different than the normal. Most, most money managers don't buy the same thing as their clients. As a matter of fact, they. They can't do it or refuse to do it or can't do it because of who they're related with, You know, whether custodians or big big money house behind them. They can't do it. So let us help you. We want to help you. We'd be happy to help you. Okay? So give me a call. We're open. We're live right now, 888-99-CHART. Let's go to Edgar in San Diego. Edgar, are you there? Edgar in San Diego.
3: Hello okay. Steve. How are you?
1: Good. Thanks, thanks for calling.
3: Uh, Steve, uh, there is somebody in the family, and uh, he has about another maybe five or six years, and he's debating between healthcare care or virtual Hathaway Part D into her right loss right IRA. What is your opinion?
1: Well, I think higher uh, healthcare is a good sector. Uh, it's anti-cyclical. In other words, if we go in a recession, it doesn't. You know, that's not they. They hold up pretty well because their earnings are stable. You know, so they're non-cyclical company. So I do like that area. I just wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket. And as I mentioned just earlier, I like uh, value and commodities still value meaning big blue chip stocks that play dividends and are low priced and there's a number of them still uh out there that you can take advantage uh, i mean uh, think about the premium the, the dividends paid out by telephone companies oil companies and you know they're pretty pretty strong dividends so i i would suggest those kinds of things Edgar, thanks for the call i appreciate it okay um U.S. is the largest producer of oil. you know that? So why do we import oil? Why do we do that? I know, I know people ask that question. So let me, let's go over the numbers, okay? We produce about 18.88 million barrels per day. 18.88 million barrels of oil per day. Okay, we use 20.5 million barrels a day and we import 7.8 million barrels a day. So we use 18.88 and we produce and import a 20 almost 29 we over 29 million. Why? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. We produce 18.8 and so 18.8 plus 7.8 is 20 almost 26.4, right? And we only use 20 so what do we, why do we need that 6 million more barrels that we don't use? Well, because we export a lot. Why do we export? Because of the different types of oil. There's different grades of oil. We have refineries in, in, uh, in the Gulf that refine uh, heavy crude, not sweet light crude. That's one of the reasons. So we have different grades you know we, we we've we even tried to move to our refineries to refine sweet light crude from heavy crude and it's very expensive very time soon we haven't been very successful when it's just as easy to export it especially right across the gulf to mexico for them to to refine it that's one of the reasons okay and that's one uh also, oil from the Middle East is actually a lot cheaper than our oil, so there's situations where they want to import the cheaper oil from there. You remember, we don't have just one oil company. You know, there's bunches of different oil companies. So if you're you're a refiner, okay, and you're not a big connected to you know Exxon, Chevron, or anybody else, wouldn't you want to buy the cheapest oil you can? Right. So you wouldn't necessarily buy it from the United States. That's that's what's going on. There's, it's more complex than that, but that's the issues. You know, you just it's not as easy as you think. As a lot of people say, "Well, let's just stop importing." It's just not that easy. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Pizzi, and Your questions drive the topics and drive the show. So, all so give us a call eight 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 ninety nine chart.
0: invest talk output is connected to listener input
2: i appreciate the show appreciate all
0: the knowledge thanks guys in other words invest talk answers are connected to caller
2: questions we're looking to purchase a home next year once the housing market swings back a little bit in our favor
1: well i'm not keen on investing money that's earmarked for a house to the stock market because the stock market is so volatile.
0: And over time, for regular listeners, enriched market know-how is connected with Invest Talk Guidance.
3: We don't take anybody's bearish or bullish or neutral rating as gospel. But what we may look into though is why? What's their reasoning?
0: Since Invest Talk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are fearless advocates for financial freedom, loyal listeners can strengthen their portfolio strategies and very possibly improve. Their investing success by their connection with InvestTalk. eight 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 ninety nine 99 chart Nerds! Dreaming of a change of pace? Let NerdWallet help you compare your way from here to there. Compare investing accounts to expand your portfolio and your horizons. Then, use NerdWallet to compare mortgage rates for a home with peace and quiet built in. Huh. Compare your way there. Find the smartest financial products for you on NerdWallet. NerdWallet Compare Inc., NMLS 1617539. NerdWallet is not an investment advisor nor an investment broker. Information is for educational purposes only.
3: I wanted to know why some people who get COVID 19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, These factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.
2: Do you love jewelry? Then you'll love JTV, your new favorite destination for extraordinary jewelry at extraordinary prices. JTV is one of the largest jewelry retailers in the U.S., offering thousands of jewelry designs and over 80 different types of gems, many not found in stores. From classic and glam to boho and modern, JTV has everything you need to make your style statement. Visit JTV.com and discover all the ways to sparkle like you mean it. Hit the road this summer in a stylish, reliable, and fuel-efficient new Toyota. New vehicles are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer, from electrified vehicles like Camry, Corolla, and RAV4 hybrids, to our rugged and legendary trucks, Tacoma and Tundra. There are great leases and low APRs on many of our most popular models. We make it easy. Toyota, let's go places.
0: This is InvestTalk. It's Friday, the weekend is here, or almost here, and the past few days have been very interesting in the markets. Volatility has been on display, so is your portfolio balanced? Well, you've got questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART.
2: Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Cody Esten from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Love your show. Appreciate all that you do for us. My question today is, you know, why companies like AutoZone and O'Reilly Auto Parts are thriving in this market? And in particular, I noticed that they really weren't much affected by the dip when COVID hit. So anyway, would appreciate your response on this. It's gotten my curiosity. It's been turning up for Several years uh, without really any pullback, and uh, just uh, want to understand the why. I appreciate it. Thanks again.
1: Well, I can give you the theory of a lot of experts as to why AutoZone and O'Reilly work pretty good in situations which the economy is not doing very well. And remember, both of them are parts store, auto parts store. So the theory is well, when you have a recession. People tend to fix their cars as opposed to buying new ones. More people do so during recessions. So therefore, the earnings of these two companies should go up in recessions. Anti-cyclical. Anti-cyclical. Just not not cyclical, but anti-cyclical. They will go up. That's the theory, and that's why you see them moving up. Usually during the fear, or just before, or in the depths of recession, and then they start to weaken after in a better economy. So whether that's true or not, well, that's what everybody thinks is what's going on. Okay, I don't know if I can agree with that or not. I don't necessarily disagree with it, but there's there's what you where the thinking is. Okay eight 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 ninety nine chart, eight 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 nine nine two four two seven eight, Americans still quitting their jobs. Forty percent say they will they will they will or are considering to quit their jobs. There were two surveys, one said forty one percent, one said forty. Forty percent saying they are considering or will quit their jobs within a year. Why? Well there's a fundamental shift going on that was caused by COVID mentioned that a little earlier about whether this is a recession or a reset. Well, the jobs. The job, there's still lots of jobs. Jobs usually disappear in a recession. And so far, they haven't. Okay, they haven't. And people are still willing to quit. And that goes to higher salaries. Well, mean higher salaries mean more spending. And therefore, the economy does better. See, that that's the thinking out there. So, why don't they quit? Well, because... You know, also mentioned about the recession. I mean, the productivity, uh, salaries falling because of productivity. Well, COVID benefits that. So, you know, a lot of people could say COVID really did a lot of damage, and it did. It did. A lot of people died from that. Terrible thing, right? I mean, but from an economic point of view, when we shut down our own country, it really hurt. But once we're coming out of it, it's changed the job market completely, changed things. And that seems to be changing things for the benefit of employees, not employers. And if you don't believe me, you don't have to look very hard. Go, go, go to any fast food restaurants and see what see the the job openings and how much they're paying. They're willing to pay um, eighteen, twenty dollars an hour, much higher than minimum wage. Because they they got to attract employee, workers, work, and they, they got to offer more money. It's it's happening everywhere. That's going to benefit the labor market. So, you know, it's not a bad thing that we're dealing with. Now, COVID also, you know, of course, the big change was working from home. Okay, and that's going to continue. That not only helps the employee, it helps the employer. Who does it hurt? It hurts office buildings. Employers don't have to have the biggest office. They can have a smaller office. And so they're not renting big spaces. I mean, in my building, I still see a bunch of places workers have not returned in full, and they got all these sea of desks that no one's at, and only a few are there. Well, that's not a, that's a good thing for employees, but not employees. And probably pretty good for employers, but not office buildings. I'm Steve Peas, and this completes another Invest Talk program. Justin Klein I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our show, Invest Talk. You get your downloads anytime from iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And we are closing in on about 44 million downloads. We're pretty excited about that. Please be sure to re- review and rate us if you do listen to downloads on iTunes. That will help our profile. Independent thinking, share success, everybody. Have a great weekend. This is Invest talk.
2: Invest talk is a trademark of KPP financial because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program. It's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them. Specifically, nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell security.